Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. The Panthers are playoff bound for the second consecutive year. Uh, last year, they reached the Stanley Cup qualifying round. Of course, the season was stopped due to the pandemic. But in uh, official NHL statistics, it does count as a playoff experience. So uh, technically, it's two years in a row, three in the last six that this team makes the playoffs and for the seventh time overall. And they got there. Uh, certainly wasn't easy. Missed an opportunity on Monday to win in Nashville to clinch their spot. And then we're down 4-3 to three going to the third period on Tuesday night. And what a wild third period, first of all. Um, the Panthers making a goaltending change, going to Spencer Knight with Bobrovsky, starting the game, Chris Grieger hurt. Spencer Knight comes in for his second pro appearance, and once again, like his first game, you would have thought he was a uh, a 10-year guy at 30 years old who just calm and cool and made his saves and um, did not give the Predators a goal while the Panthers continued to play the way they had played throughout the game which was really dominant. They ended up with 55 shots on goal, um, and they scored seven times. And the other remarkable thing I thought about the end of that game was, as the buzzer sounded and they clinched, there were only five players on the ice that were on the team last year. Now, those players had huge games. They scored most of the goals, and they had 10 points. And that would be Mackenzie Wieger, Keith Yandel on defense, Barkov, Huberdeau, and Vetrano. Everybody else on the ice at that time was a new player. And you had a number of rookies, including Knight and Kierstead and Denisenko and Hepo Niemi. Uh, Owen Tippett had himself a big game with a goal and an assist, played his best game as a pro, not even close. And I'm assuming Joel Quenville liked what he had early in the game because he started on the line with Wenberg and Vetrano. And really, after the first few shifts... Uh, he jumped up with Huberto and Bennett and had a great game. Now, this Sam Bennett story really is starting to not become just a nice story. And I, go, and I know it's still a fairly small sample size of seven games. Sam Bennett clearly looks like a top six player, a centerman, and the type of player that the Panthers have missed. He not only has the talent, which you know because he was drafted fourth overall, so there's talent there. Um, and he, you know he can skate, but this competitive edge, this physicality that he brings to the table, and of course it's new. You know, you're not gonna, you can't play like that every game for 82 games, but it certainly looks like they went out there and gave up a prospect and a draft pick for a guy that at 24 years old and under your control for another year can be an impact player. And, you know, to me, with him this year, it's the tale of three seasons. 
season started in Calgary. Team did not do well. He was moved all around the lineup. Did not play his best, certainly. Uh, the numbers were ugly. Then Calgary made a coaching change. They brought in a veteran coach in Daryl Sutter. And when he was hired, Sam Bennett all of a sudden averaged a point a game. Then he's traded to the Panthers, where he's better than a point a game. So Sam Bennett now has really been on a roll, not only the seven games with the Panthers, but, you know, you go back three weeks or a month now that he's played pretty good hockey. And putting him with a guy like Huberdeau not only has elevated Bennett, but certainly it seems to have rejuvenated and elevated Jonathan Huberdeau. Huberdeau's averaging, averaging nearly two points a game since the Panthers brought Sam Bennett in. And they had Duclair on that wing last night. Duclair moved up with Barkov. They went with um, Denisenko to start the game on that wing. Then it wound up being Tippett. And it could be one of those situations now, at least in the short term, where much like Barkov and his wingers, I mean, Barkov's great no matter who he plays with, and I think he elevates the other players. Bennett and Huberdeau, it may not matter that much who's on their wing on that right side because, you know, they complement each other's game so well. I mean, Bennett's got that great skating ability and that hard edge, and Huberto just has the world-class talent and vision, and Bennett gets rid of the puck in a hurry. This guy does not hold on to the puck at all. So when Huberto makes a pass, um, whether it's to Bennett, it, it's right there going to the net. I mean, he ends up getting three assists. Most of them were on plays where, you know, he's not just giving the puck to somebody and getting the assist on the direct pass. And then on the other side... A guy like Duclair or a guy like Tippett. I mean, these guys can shoot the puck. Um, so, you know, again, it goes to Bill Zito and his very veteran hockey staff uh, here on the podcast. We talked about this in the offseason when Bill Zito probably hired 10 or 12 people in the hockey operations. And guys like Rick Dudley and Paul Fenton and Les Jackson. I mean, these guys have been around the game for 30, 40 years in all different roles. Scouting, GM, assistant GM. Um, and it continues from the offseason into the trades made during the season that the Panthers have a vision for players, for the way they want to play, for the way they want to play under Joel Quenville, and for the complement of the players they already have. Now, the word genius is used a lot in sports, very often in the NFL. You know, I go back to the old days of Bill Walsh. He was the genius of the offense, coaching the 49ers. So I don't love using the word genius, but what they've done this year has been pretty close to it because the easy ones are the big stars and you sign them and you trade for them and, you know, it all works out great. And believe me, if the Panthers got Taylor Hall, I mean, the guy's a you know, phenomenal hockey player, but Taylor Hall, a winger, is not really what this team needed. What this team needed was a hard-nosed, talented guy that could play special teams, centerman. So they go and get Sam Bennett. And, you know, according to, I mean, I watched, you know, Sportsnet on trade deadline day at, at Canada, and there was a lot of conversation. Sam Bennett is not a top six forward, and he's not a center. And these are from NHL analysts that have been watching him. So, of course, anybody could have watched the Calgary Flames the last few years, any one of us, and made the conclusion. He's not a center, and he's not a top six player. Because he wasn't there. The point is, the Panthers, Brass, with Bill Zito as GM and whoever else he's relying on, had a vision for Sam Bennett. 
that he could fit in where they're using him. And the same goes for Brandon Montour. Um, in the offseason, it goes for Carter Verhage. And the list goes on and on. You know, they knew what they were getting in Alex Wenberg. Just a responsible, steady, penalty killer, centerman, team first guy. Um, and he's had more offense than, you know, he has had in years on top of it. So I really think, you know, Bill Zito and the Panthers have done an incredible job of recognizing players, what their abilities are, and not just bringing them in and then figuring it out, but realizing what the team needs and where that player can fit in. And that's really been part of the, you know, and again, I don't want to use the word genius, but that's been part of the success. The, the main reason, I think, for the success, along with the impact and the game elevation of Barkov, Ekblad, and Mackenzie Weger. I mean, these three guys, you know, Huberto has been doing this a, a point a game for a long time. So it's no knock on Jonathan Huberto. He hasn't been that much better, in my opinion, than he's been in the past. I mean, he's having a great season. And it may very well be his best season. But the other three guys have made an extra jump. I mean, Barkov, every time he's on the ice, he goes and gets the puck, he retrieves it, and you can't get it off him. And it doesn't matter who's been on his wings. I mean, the game in Nashville, he started with Duclair and Heponiemi. Ended up, it ended up being Denisenko and Duclair. He's played with Verhage this year. Um, it's been a rotation. And it's incredible that when the Panthers left the ice after clinching that playoff spot, they did not have on the ice in the game Aaron Ekblad, Ratko Gudis, Patrick Hornquist, Carter Verhage, Nola Chari, all either out of the lineup or being rested, whatever you want to call it here, down the stretch. So it's been a fascinating season so far. Uh, please tell your friends here about the podcast. Subscribe, listen. We appreciate your support. Uh, couldn't be possible without our producer, Brett Markowitz, and all of our sponsors. So please listen to a message from them. And, hey, congratulations to all the Panther fans. You guys have been through a lot over the years, the ups and downs, more downs than ups. And it really looks like not only this year, but it's set up for the future of um, success for this franchise. Thanks so much for listening. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954 954- 240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So, I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763.
That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.